This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've always had the belief that like when you're upset about something, you're happier about something, you're sad about something, like let it out right now. Because if you if you bottle it up and you let moments, you know, either make you angry or whatever, and that stuff starts to compound like that, those emotions can, you know, you know compound on top of one another, you're eventually going to explode and it's probably not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're smart, Nick. <laughs> you use your clues. Unlike most people, you've used the clues that have been provided to you. You can do this. You can you can guess this correctly. So that's kind of where I'm at in life right now. <laughs> Let's take a breath. <sighs> hey guys, I'm Cindy Litvaco and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I sit down with people you may have seen on your TV screens, experts in their fields, or just people I find inspirational so that they have a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we want to hear. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It is a very special episode, as all of them are. We have our very special guest co-host on, Nick Weeby. Nick, my fiance, how are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yeah. It's been a big week for you. Has it? Yeah, it has. Um, one of your favorite teams had a big week, which I guess that means in I've football. had two big weeks. You've had two big weeks. How are you feeling after your win? Which is so weird for me to think that people consider wins their own wins. Explain this philosophy to me. Um, I'm still understanding it myself. Anyone who has any sort of ties to any professional organization from a fan standpoint knows that this is not only a win for the Cincinnati Bengals, but this is a win for the city of Cincinnati. Um, And that's evidence when you look at Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, handing out game balls to the city of Cincinnati and making that a tradition. So that's all the evidence, evidence you need right there, that this is just as much a win for the city of Cincinnati as it is for the city or for the Cincinnati Bengals. For those tuning in who don't know a thing about football, which I'm assuming is a lot of my audience, um, describe to them why this is such a big deal and what you're even talking about. Okay. So I was born in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, and grew up a Bengals fan, um, moved around a little bit, um, but ultimately came back here and I've been in Cincinnati for the last probably 20, I think it's 23 years. So I've, you know, I've been a Bengals fan for as long as I can remember. And for as long as I can remember, they have not won a playoff game since I think, I think it was 91, the year I was born. So it was huge. Last week, they beat the LA Raiders to win the first playoff game um, since 91. And yesterday, they beat the Tennessee Titans to win their first playoff game on the road since 91. Yeah, so we're jacked up. 
in this household. Yeah. It's big. It's big for the city. It's big for me <laughs> as, a, as a member of the city, <laughs> as, a, as a citizen. As the mayor of the city. Yeah. I mean, some would say. <laughs> I didn't say it. You didn't hear it come from my mouth, but some other people would say maybe. As last night's game started to go well, you looked over at me and said, you might see me cry for the first time tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> I, I obviously said that joking, but at the same time, I get overtaken with emotion and weird times, and that would be one of them. Mm-hmm. It's like, like a try. Like I don't like watching it. TikToks where people like rescue. Well, I do like watching TikToks where people rescue dogs, but like that's what gets me choked up. And then Cincinnati football that gets me choked up as well when like historic moments are made, like when history is made, and you're there to witness it. It's it you. Sometimes get overtaken with emotion. I didn't witness it here yet. So let's hope that they keep playing so I get to experience a once in a lifetime event, which is Nick Weeby crying. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure others have seen it, but you haven't. So, no. So hopefully, at least on my wedding day, I'll get to see you cry. Probably. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, besides that, anything else that you want to update my audience on this week? Anything you've been up to? You, you survived painting our entire kitchen cabinet tree. Yeah, with COVID. With COVID. Are we telling people you have COVID now? I don't care. Okay, yeah. So it's a lot of other people have it. Yeah. So he had- it's a thing if you're not aware that's going around. <laughs> some people get it, some people don't get it. Some people have worse symptoms than others. I didn't have any really any symptoms other than a sore throat. Yeah. And a little bit of a canker sore in the back of my throat so, that lasted longer than the illness itself. I took that as a sign as okay, well if he's doing a f- decent, then I'm going to put his ass to work. So we ordered paint to the house. And um, I would work as much as I could mm-hmm. during the day and then at night I would paint cabinets. Yeah. It was fun. It was quite a week. <laughs> <laughs> they turned out great and I don't know why we don't have an HGTV show yet, but if you're listening, HGTV, Magnolia Network, DIY Network, any of them, we're open. <laughs> we're available. Um, my big event this week is I got a chemical peel for the first time. My shit was peeling off left and right. I had skin in places you never want to have skin. <laughs> um, Nick, how did was I looking so gorgeous this week? Did I look the best I've ever looked? Look like a reptilian. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're going to get a chemical peel, I got the perfect peel. If you're going to get a chemical peel, don't, first (laughs) of all. (laughs) Don't recommend doing it if you have to leave the house for that week, see people for that week, do any normal activities. Like you can't sweat, you can't wear makeup, um, you can't live your life normally, you can't take super hot showers. It feels like your skin is falling off. Um, at all times. I was up the entire night, the second night that after I'd gotten it with my skin felt like it was crawling. It was burning. <laughs> it was not a great week for me. And I, now my skin is in the, it's in the peeling stages, but now it looks like an old lady's skin. Like it's very f- dry and crispy. So I'm hoping that there is an end goal to this. <laughs> but as of right now, I am not looking my best and that's okay. But this episode may be unique. We are, it's a new year, it's January, and we've had an episode with Nick every month, and he has some thoughts and some reasons why we want to kind of shift it up a little bit, because he is a little tired of giving relationship advice. 
and more specifically dating advice. He's he's fine with giving advice that he has experienced in and he has gone through. But it, for well, some reason- this? Before you dig this hole <laughs> any deeper for me, it's not that I'm like done with it and over with like giving advice to people. My only thing is like, if you're seeking my advice on, and I've said this before, anything, you need to look inward. You need to look, as a human being, you should not be seaking advice from me. Why is that? What? Why do you think that? Because be I, I'm i not an expert on anything. I've, I've, I went to school for marketing so that I can get into sales. So if you want to ask me about the sales process or, I don't know, cleaning equipment, then maybe we can have a halfway decent conversation. I can steer you in the right direction. But outside of that... Go to somebody with a degree, multiple degrees. Also, it's just not what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And I I, I want to be, you know, I, listen, I'm a man of the people. I want to be for the people. But I, I, it comes to a certain time where decisions have to be made and I can no longer mentally mm-hmm. answer these questions, knowingly giving people false information or information that they would be I don't know, that they could get from somebody who's more qualified to give it. Mm -hmm. Which is why I like to bring on experts onto this podcast and ask them tons of questions because I agree it can be dangerous sometimes to take advice from someone who is not, so as you say, an expert. But I personally love giving advice. I just love to help people. And the advice that I like to give is from my own experiences. So I will never give you advice on something that I haven't experienced or I haven't seen someone experience or I can give you a story that relates to you or to what you're asking me. If I have no idea on the topic, I'm not going to give you advice. But I think also with any type of advice, it's all you should hear it and decipher what even applies to you. So just because someone tells you something that even if they are an expert, I think any advice that you get in life should be filtered through, okay, what's true to me and how can I apply this to my life instead of taking everything at face value. So I agree. Sometimes advice can be um, dangerous if it's, you know, you're just applying every single thing that someone else tells you. It's like good to have guidance and mentors and people who can you know, put perspective on the things that you need, but taking everyone's word as truth is not always the greatest. Um, So because of that, we're going to just try some things out today. This is basically going to be an episode of what it's like to be in the room with Nick and I talking about different things. Originally, I wanted to make this episode about the differences between male and female and being able to ask a guy questions that you've always wanted to ask them. And I put that out on Instagram and I got a lot of questions about dating and relationships, which again, back to square one, Nick is not the biggest fan of giving advice on, which I totally understand and respect. So we are going to take it in a different direction and just see what works. We're going to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks today. Um, so I have a lot of things to you know talk through. We're just going to have a good time. Yeah? Yeah. And at the end of the day, if nobody likes it, then... This is what we do on a nightly basis anyway, so we're just doing it in front of a camera and with a microphone, so no sweat off our back. Not a big deal. (laughs) You don't want to be in the room with us? That's totally fine. Tune out. (laughs) 
Okay, so we're going to start off with a fun little exercise that I've seen a lot on TikTok. Um, I'm going to have Nick guess a female object. And I know most of you are listening, so don't worry. We'll also have this on YouTube. But I'm going to have him describe the object, what he think it might be used for. And then in the end, I'm going to tell him what it actually is, actually is used for. I think it'll be a fun game just to kind of break the ice and get us in the mood, you know? Four. Four. <laughs> I don't know. Lubing up our ears, getting ready to hear some... Some chat. Oh, sexual innuendos getting thrown around there. All right. So this game is going to be Nick guessing female objects. I will put them on the screen so you guys can see them, but I'm going to make him describe in detail what he sees before what he tells us what he thinks it is. So Nick, our first object, go ahead. Describe it. Um, it's, It looks like a donut. It has like, I don't even know. Like it looks like a sponge. It looks like a sponge donut. Okay. But also... Um, what color is it? It's black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a donut. Looks like if you were to make a sponge into a donut. Okay. What do you think this object is used for? I can't really make out the material of it, but it could possibly be a scrunchie. I don't know. <laughs> do you think that would look good on someone's hair? I don't think scrunchies look good on people's hair in general. I'm literally I'm wearing not. a scrunchie right now. I will literally wear a scrunchie every single day. So the truth comes out. Well. Cool. I just said that. I don't mean that. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, Yeah, I would assume that that's... I, I also don't know what type of size we're working with here. Like, I don't know if this picture is too scale. It's a little smaller than that. Okay, so a scrunchie. You're going with scrunchie? I don't know what else it would be. <laughs> okay, I don't so use one. This item is actually called a donut. Okay. Um, you use it, you put it over your ponytail, and it forms a perfect bun. Okay, so I was pretty <laughs> you were spot close. on. Technically, it is a scrunchie, but you have to put pins in it to create the bun. So, you know, you're not off to a bad start. They're used a lot in weddings, prom. I use them a lot in dance. This is a donut. Next up, Nick, please describe the image and then what you think it is. I already, I can tell you what these are. Describe them so people can get the visual. Um, they're pale in color. They almost look like uh, like a skin tone color for a Caucasian individual. Um, shape. Shape. They're shaped like clouds almost, right? Like a cart, like an animated cloud. Uh-huh. Almost translucent, I would say. Yeah. Science terms. Um, but again... Kind of have that uh, pale skin tone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think you know what it is? I know exactly what it what is. is it? It's a pasty for your nipple. <laughs> I could have told you that from the get-go. Specifically sticky boobs. Have you seen me in these? No. Yes, you have. They look like chicken cutlets. Yes, that's what you used to call them um, growing up. We call them our chicken cutlets. So yeah, sticky boobs. They're always very jarring to see, yeah. um, especially when a female is wearing a uh, onesie or a jumpsuits um and you have to take all of it off to go to the bathroom you just have your your pasties on and it's a very beautiful sight especially when you go to the bathroom with your 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 friends you're just out here with your pasties on so yes he got two almost two out of two right we're doing good i'm getting them all right (laughs) okay he's determined (laughs) you don't think (laughs) okay up next describe it can i tell you right now (laughs) what it is we'll describe it and then okay it looks like scissors um except instead of having a blade on the end it's got like a curved uh instrument uh-huh yeah what i mean is I, it? it's black it's for your eyebrows or your eyelashes i'm sorry like, Fuck. it's for your eyelashes what does it do like it makes them fuller maybe 
close. It curls them, so it gives them a little bit more of an arch. Okay. Wow. You also, so easy. <laughs> Softballs. See, see if we can make it harder for him. What are those? That's uh, an AirPod case. <laughs> no, it's not. Describe it. Uh, looks like an AirPod case, but you can't open it. What are these? Um, they're a little. Oh, you know what? I I know what these are. Hold okay, on. Okay, describe them. So they're basically they look like stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, these ones happen to be stars, St- like stars, like yellow stars. Yeah. Okay. What are they used for? I think you put them on your body when you want to go tanning, and it gives you like a shape. So like you would like, you'll put the stars on your lower stomach or whatever. And you get instead of getting a tattoo, you could just tan. And you have these stickers on, mm-hmm. so that when you when you take them off after you get done tanning, you have like the outline of like a star. That's a very good guess. I'm very proud of that guess, but that is incorrect. So these are zit stickers. You hmm. put them over your zits. They're like cute little stickers that you can wear out if you wanted to. But they absorb. They're almost like blisters, uh, band aids. They absorb like the juices out of the zit and dry them out. So they're zit stickers. But that is a very good guess, and I wouldn't but have gone there. Could they be used for that? They could. T- okay, okay. Well, then I win. <laughs> then I get it right. Did I tell you the story of the first time I went in a tanning bed? Yeah. I don't think I've told it on here, have I? I don't know. So the first time I went on a tanning bed, I didn't know. I went with my uh, three other friends. I didn't know that you were supposed to close the tanning bed. So you all go in your separate rooms and you each get a bed. You tell them how long you want to go in the bed for. And we all thought we were cool. This is our first tanning experience. I got one of those stickers. I think I got a heart, put it on my lower belly, lay down in the bed, had my moment. The thing turned on. It was super hot in my back. And then put my clothes back on, got dressed, walked out to the front. We're all talking about our experience. We're showing off our tan lines, showing off our stickers. And she did use stickers. I did use a sticker. And um, so they started talking about, because Final Destination was out at around the same time we were starting this tanning bed journey. Um, And they talked about being scared about closing the bed, but they did it anyways and everything was fine. So when they said that, I looked at them and I was like, what do you mean close the bed? Like, I was just supposed to lay down in the bed. I didn't close the bed. What are you talking about? And they're like, you didn't close the bed? So I learned that tanning beds close and you're supposed to close it, So which is why you have the sticker on the front so you can actually get tan on your front. So um, after that first experience, I was fried on my back and had nothing on my front. And that was last year. And that was last week. Yeah. First, first experience for me. So if you're going tanning for the first time, guys, make sure you close the bed. Sometimes I, I think for me in general, I have to learn things the hard way or I have to do something really stupid first before I learn it. So you essentially paid money to go lay naked on plastic. Yeah, I was I was just boobs to the sky with an open bed. If anyone would have walked in, they would have seen my naked ass just lying on an open bed. So yeah, high school. Okay, up next, Nick, please describe the image and what do you think it could be used for? Um, It's a... A white cylinder that says new face on it. So I'm assuming it has something to do with your face. Rookie mistake. Should have cropped that out. Um, on top, it has two silver balls. I don't know what else to... I don't know how else to describe those. They're just like silver ball bearings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what do you think it's used for? I think it's used to remove swelling from your face. That's actually really good. Have you seen me use this <laughs> no, thing before? No, I'm just literally using clues that say <laughs> new face. There's two silver balls, and I'm assuming they have something to do with swelling. Yeah, that's a very good guess. I'm proud of that one. 
Um, I should have cropped out New Face. That w- was an easy one for you. But yes, it's it's called New Face. It's a machine that g- gives you little microcurrents in your face, and it works for tightening, getting rid of wrinkles, increasing collagen. And reducing swelling. And reducing swelling. Yeah. So good job. Okay, next image. Describe it. What do you think it might be used for? So it's a, that's first of all, an underdeveloped bicep. <laughs> it's somebody, it's a female, I'm assuming, holding a white, it almost looks like a match um, up to her, her arm. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming the match like object is the product. Yeah, that's the product. Birth control. What the hell? Yes. That's so good. I mean, what else would it be? I don't know. I thought you could have guessed something super random. Um, yeah, so that's birth control that you can insert into your arm. Sweet. Yeah, good job. Wow, this is good. I'm be- actually a gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to show that you've been around me a little too long. Okay, next item. This one, this one, I actually have no idea. Um, it almost looks like the top of a grinder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for like marijuana things. Oh. Um, so yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like if you were to separate a grinder mm-hmm. from what I'm told, <laughs> it looks like something that is used to break up, is it used to break up makeup? Is that your guess? No, because <laughs> I could tell that it was wrong by her face and I, um, I don't like losing, so I'm going to keep going. Is this a scrubbing device of some sort? Maybe. For your face? Maybe. Is that your guess? Okay, don't don't play <laughs> poker with me now. Like scrubbing device for your face. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is actually an attachment that you put onto a blow dryer. It's called a, a diffuser. It's kind of filters the air, so it's not a lot going. So if you have curly hair, it's a great item to use because it helps you keep the hold of the curl while drying your hair. And it gives you volume. Um it's a great tool. So that's incorrect. Okay, <laughs> you failed. Well, um, next. It's a heated brush. That's what you're going with? Describe no. it. Describe it. Um, it looks like a cheese grater. Uh, oh, you know what? Now that I, I literally said that, and I know what it is. What is it? Is it to remove like dead skin? Yeah, from where? The bottom, your heel. Yes. yes. <laughs> as soon as I said cheese grater, I was like, oh. You're smart, Nick. You use your clues. Unlike most people, you've used the clues that have been provided to you. You can do this. You can you can guess this correctly. So that's kind of where I'm at in life right now. <laughs> you give me enough time and I will figure out anything. So there you go. Next object, please. Yeah, I didn't take into account... Um... How competitive you are. So even if this would have been a very hard yeah. task. This isn't try- fun for anyone. Still trying this to is, figure yeah. it out. <laughs> All right, describe it. It almost looks like a clamp of some sort, but I know what it is. It's used by a gynecologist. Are you a gynecologist? <laughs> Listen, look at what is presented to you. What else could that be? I don't know, like some type of tweezer. It's obviously used to hold something open, right? <laughs> How many openings do you have on your body? Quite a few. Okay, well, let's count them. One, two, three, no, four, but not for your nostrils. <laughs> that could be not to scale. You're talking yourself out of 
it right now. I know exactly what okay, that what is. Okay, what is it? This is a tool used by a gynecologist to hold open the parts of the female uh, anatomy. Anatomy, yeah. So that they can get a look at what's going on down there without sticking their hands directly in there and holding it open themselves. They also do stick their hands in there too to get some samples. Um, that should be... That you should be finding another <laughs> gynecologist in because there's obviously tools <laughs> that they can use. So I don't want to ever can hear that. Can you believe again. that we go through that once once a year? No, we get cranked open, take little scrapings when they to test, and we go about our day like nothing happened. It's disgusting. Yeah. So you got that right. Which the I- fact that somebody was like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to go to school for that." <laughs> Guys, they could that's do- a red flag. <laughs> No, it's Nobody because they can deliver up. babies. That's why. This is just a side. Oh, that's why? Okay. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know what those are. <laughs> this one was just for funsies. Describe the objects. This one's just for funsies. Uh, it's not fun if you live in this house. <laughs> Take one of those to the heel. Um, okay, describe it. It's a black device. It almost kind of looks like, well, no, it doesn't look like anything. It's like. One side has a wavy, one side is wavy and the other side is straight. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that there's a bend on kind of the elbow of the object. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously used to secure something or keep something in place. Um, It's a bobby pin. And they're all over my, they're they're all over the house. I find them in my truck. I find them in the carpet. Sometimes they'll be in the bathroom. Sometimes they'll be in the bed. Sometimes they'll be in Dixie's bed. I, I'm I'm tired of seeing them. I wish you wouldn't put this in there. You just ruined my night. I found one literally this morning. I know. I'm going to start throwing them away. I'm dead serious. So my, that's fine. My hair is so thick that sometimes I'll have one in there for like two days and not realize. So they fall out. Um, I have a problem of taking them out whenever my head starts hurting and just leaving them where I am. So it's something I'm working through, but yeah, I put this on here because I knew that would get a rise out of Nick because he can't stand them. And it's something we're currently working through. I hate him so much. Next image, Nick, please describe. It's lit. Like it looks like something for your lips. Mm-hmm. It's shaped like lips mm-hmm. with like a slit in the middle. There's like an opening. Similar material looks like to the pasties, the nippy pastes, the pasties. Pasties. <laughs> I honestly, this one's trumping me. I don't know. Yeah. Where do you think they, it's used on your body? I would assume your lips because it's shaped like lips. We have two different kinds of lips. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm talking about your face. Okay. It is a lip mask. So you just put it on your lips. It, I think it exfoliates them. Has probably like vitamin C in it. Same thing with an eye mask, but for your lips. So mm. you're very good at this game. Don't know what any of those do. All right. I think this might be their last one to guess. So please describe the image. Um, it looks like in the shape of a T, uh, one has copper wiring around the base of it and it's an IED. (laughs) So (laughs) listen, I watch commercials. I'm not that much of an idiot. Wow. It's birth control. That's what I have in my body. Oh God. Yeah. That one with the copper is the one why I had to go to the hospital because it hurt so bad. So yes, this is what we go through. Yikes. You're welcome. I mean, don't. (laughs) <laughs> no for the benefit of both of we us. don't do that so let's say you got almost all of them correct or even like halfway correct the only one you didn't get was the diffuser yeah which i'm very impressed I don't need to use a blow dryer so 
I don't need to use, for the record, <laughs> I don't need to use any of those things, but I really don't need to use the blow dryer. <laughs> yeah, you don't have so much hair, so I make up for us with the, in the hair front. Um, thank you for playing that game. How do you feel about yourself after getting most of those correct? I mean, I could have answered. We could have gotten through this a lot quicker if you would have just let me guess immediately <laughs> what they were. Um, I want to talk through some things that men and women do differently. Things that I've learned um, by living with a man. It's my first time. So a lot comes up and I want to kind of break them down for everyone. What have you noticed that females just generally do differently or differently from what you've experienced? Because this is your first time living with a female as well. Things that you've noticed or picked up on that we just do differently. I wish I was a little more prepared for that question. I didn't talk this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, take care some. of their belongings. <laughs> Uh, I think that's just clean a me up thing. after themselves. I don't know. Weird. I helped <laughs> weird. you clean. <laughs> I helped you clean all morning. That is weird. That's so weird. Okay, things that I've noticed since I've done my research. These are where we'll get a little bit more on the psychology, but we think differently. And the example is, men are like waffles, where they think in compartments. Like one thing happens, I think that thought. Then the next thing happens, I think that thought. Where women are like spaghetti. It's called logic. And our thoughts. <laughs> are intermixed and connected and one thing is related to the next and they're all just in this one big pot of spaghetti versus like compartmentalizing your life. And I think it'd be very lovely to be able to compartmentalize things for myself, but I can't it do is. that. <laughs> Have you noticed how, that since we've lived together and how our thoughts kind of differ and anything that you've picked up on from us in that way? Yeah. I mean, it happens <laughs> and, ha and honestly happens all the time. Mm -hmm. She will we'll be talking about something and then we'll start talking about something else. And then like 10, 15, 20 minutes later, she'll like start talking again about what we were originally talking about, except in very vague terms to, to the point where you're like, what, wait a minute, what are you talking? Like what, what are you referring to in reference to what? And she's, she'll get very defensive. Like, Oh, uh, the cabinets, obviously <laughs> we were just talking about the cabinets and like, we were talking about the cabinets three conversations ago. <laughs> so be specific. Yeah. So I'm always thinking about one thing when I'm thinking about 20 other things at the same time. And I'm just supposed to pick up on that. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to follow the bouncing Obviously, ball. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. One other, a couple other things that I've noticed about us that's kind of help us work better as a couple is that males need transition time from one thing to the next. It's going back to the compartmentalizing thing where their thoughts are one thing that finishes them the next thing where women are, I think are a little bit more multitasking um, the way that their brains work and how they operate. So how have we managed this? Cause describe what transition time is for you and why that's important. Um, transition time would be like, and this is an actual term. Okay. This yeah. is like a phrase. I, I didn't just make this up, but like it would be like, I walk in the door from work like been working all day and the first thing that Sydney says to me when we walk in is so when are you going to paint those cabinets or do you think you could start painting those cabinets tonight like not good for transition time <laughs> transition time would be like let me get in the door first before you throw something else at me because I've just been working all day and like again not trying to be a dick not being an asshole but like my mind is just trying to get past what I was doing earlier that day. Mm -hmm. I need time to transition to like from my work life to my home life. 
and like you can't just throw things at me right away or else I'm just going to shut down. Like I'm mentally, if I'm not given that time, my mind is going to automatically build that time in on its own and I'm just going to ignore anything you say. Mm. Like I'm not going to be mentally invested in the conversation. Yeah. So you either give me that time or my mind is just going to give itself that time. Yeah. It's like respecting the boundaries that you need for your day. Um, where I think as women, I'm speaking just from male, females perspective. I don't, can't speak to like other, you know, genders, but, um, I just think in general, at least for us, I think of like, I can start one thing and, and leave it and then go on to the next thing and then know that I'm going to come back to that thing. And just everything's working in this like map of what my thoughts are. Whereas his is like, I must finish this task, this thought, I need to close it off before I move on to the next thing. Perfect example is like she will be working on a podcast or like editing or whatever. And I'll like ask her a question and she will like get um, almost offensive thinking that I'm going to get defensive because she like wasn't paying attention to what I was asking her. So like I'll ask her something. She won't pay attention. And then I'll just be like, okay. And she'd be like, what? I, I'm, I'm editing this. And I'll be like, it's fine. Like, just keep editing. It's not a big deal. And she'd be like, I have to get this done. I'm like, listen, I get it. Get it done. It's fine. Just like, we'll talk after you're done. And it's almost like she doesn't get that I'm actually giving her. I'm not upset. <laughs> I get 100% what she's feeling. It's transition time. Like, yeah. you're working. But like, it, it doesn't. it's not always reciprocated. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I... <laughs> So knowing that I can respect that boundary when I want to bring something up to him, I'll just wait until the right moment. And it comes across so much better and easier that way when he's like ready to receive it versus me just like, I'm thinking about it right now. So not right now, I'm going to bring it up. Just like knowing when to bring up the right thing. So everyone's in the right space to be doing it. It's a very helpful tool. I I also get things done a lot faster. I think tonight is the perfect example. Mm -hmm. Like we had some of our friends over tonight and instead of like, as soon as they walked out the door, Sydney being like, so when do you want to do this podcast? Uh, it was like, we like talked for a little bit and then she was like, so you think you want to, you know, film the podcast tonight or maybe tomorrow? And I was like, we can do it right now if you want. Mm-hmm. Whereas if she would have hit that on me as soon as like my friends just left, it probably would have been like, listen, I don't want to do this right now. I'm tired. Like I want to watch the rest of this game. So mm-hmm. it's all in the approach. Very much agree. All right. So that was super fun. Um, We're going to do some listener questions because we're just all over the map on this episode. And there were some good ones. I'd originally asked people to submit questions that they wanted to hear the male perspective on. And because those questions, that was the question asked, I got a lot of questions back on dating advice, which, you know, we're not the most equipped to give advice on. So the questions that I gathered were the ones that specific for Nick that people wanted to ask. So... Here we go. Um, okay. No, oh, this is the wrong. One. This is a summer. <laughs> I was about to get <laughs> super pissed. <laughs> you were about to see a blow up live on camera. I'm in the wrong. wrong on, I feel like it's funny just to pull up what that one was. All right. So after I said I'm not answering any more questions about dating or anything like that. The first question. This is like. And guys, if you've asked this, it's completely fine. Like, it's just one of those questions that's like, it's almost like asking like, 
when you see someone you haven't seen for a while, like, oh, yeah, how you been? Like, it's just like, you don't care how they've been. Don't ask it. It's just. The question is, Nick, when did you know that she was the one? And he answered it so many times now. I can't not, even count. Not happy with that. What is a memorable time in your childhood when you felt genuinely happy? That's, I remember reading this when that first came in. I'm like, that's a good question. Yeah. I think I was in maybe like third or probably third or fourth grade. And I don't know why my mind always goes back to this memory, but for whatever reason it does. Like I remember playing out like in the driveway, playing basketball until like right until it was right about to get dark, like with my brother and my dad. And I think my mom and sister had come out and like watching us and like me and my brother were dominating my sister or whatever. She started crying and like whatever. But like we were playing basketball in the driveway, just like as a family until probably like six, seven, eight o'clock at night. And it was like right when summer started. So it was not too hot co- like not too hot, not too cold or whatever. And we went inside and we watched a movie and I think it was like the mummy. And like, I don't know why my mind always goes back to that time, but like, I remember truly being happy. Mm-hmm. It must've been right when we like, right around when we moved right moved back or just moved back to Cincinnati and like I was around family finally like finally around like my grandparents and my cousins and all that um yeah I don't I don't know why it's weird I was just thinking about it the other day Mm -hmm. like your mind just goes to like like when you have a good day and you're like damn this day reminds me of like that day Mm -hmm. when I was a kid yeah it's like a happy snapshot yeah It's hard to pinpoint like a favorite memory. Yeah. I mean that and like, I don't even know if that was like a, I could be like pulling Pushing multiple to, yeah. like memories together, mm-hmm. but that was like the happiest time for me being at my parents' old house that they just moved from like my, basically my childhood home yeah. for 20 years, 22 years. So it's very like simple, but it feels yeah. like. I think it was probably like a Thursday night too. Yeah. So like you had, you know, you had the football game the next day. And like as a kid, loved going to our high school team when I was little because I was like, that's that's what I looked forward to mm-hmm. growing up. Like I couldn't wait to play, you know, varsity football. So, yeah. Yeah. So different. That's a good question. Mine was, um, it's just like a faint memory, but my mom would always put together scavenger hunts for us. So whenever we went to the beach, she would make like a list of items that we'd have to find. She would just like write them all out and give them to us. And we'd have to like go dig in the sand for things or she would bring different items for us to find. She just made it like super fun. So our childhood was like very creative. I remember like many hours of my life just being spent outside, just playing with my skip it or like just doing things like little adventures with my mom kind of being the like leader of it. Um, it was just like super fun and it wasn't like there was a lot going on, but just those like little memories of my brother and I playing together and just like her being involved in it. I just think that it's like really cool and simple things that I think also eventually I'd want to incorporate into like when I have kids and things like that, like making like fun games for them or fun little things that like only we do, you know, I just think that's so special. Mm-hmm. But there's like a thousand memories I could probably I was going to say, but, like, like, as we're sitting here talking, yeah. I'm like thinking about my senior year of college mm-hmm. where I, we had like a snow, 
it wasn't like a snowstorm. It was like whatever. They canceled class for like three or four days, and it was like right before we left for Christmas break. And I think they just like moved all of our finals or so. I don't even remember. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They canceled class right before break. And I just remember like hanging at the house with like my roommates, Joey, Brett and Andrew. Mm -hmm. And just like, this sounds so stupid and like college kid, but like just like playing Call of Duty, like drinking beer and like listening to music, like not causing trouble, like not going out partying and just like Mm -hmm. hanging out and like having the best time of our life. And like so pumped that class was canceled or we just decided not to go to class. Maybe that was the case. Mm -hmm. And like knowing that like Christmas break was like next week and we were going to go home and like hang out with our families. So you wish you could like bottle up that feeling. Yeah. I'm just like, I think about it all the time. Like every time Christmas rolls around, Mm -hmm. like I feel like we'll like, we're still in a group chat. Like I'll see them. I'm actually going to see them all for their bachelor parties next Mm -hmm. weekend. But like, I feel like one of us would be like, damn, would love to be back at 1201 playing call of duty like it's <laughs> there's nothing stupid but nothing better than a snow day because no. it's just like permission to do whatever you want with your friends like we would always go to this mexican restaurant right across the street from school as soon as we like got out of school early and just spend the whole day drinking and eating chips and going to someone's house after and watching a movie and just hanging out it's so fun in college in college yeah. oh i thought you've been in high school i'm like Drinking? No, no, in <laughs> We would get out of ballet Whoa. early and get so excited and go eat, uh, eat our face and Was this Tijuana? Chips. This is where they're drinking. No, no, this was in college. We were of age. First kiss story, best prank you've done, guilty pleasure, karaoke songs. That's a lot. Let's start with the first kiss story. What would, do you remember your first kiss? I honestly, I really don't. How do you not remember? I don't it? know. I just, I don't know. Did you black out? Uh, I've had multiple concussions. <laughs> do you know who it was with? No, how old you? You I don't really even remember don't. how old you were. I really don't. That's insane. So you're kissing pretty early on if you can't remember. I got my first kiss late. I think I was like maybe in seventh grade. So I was the last one of my friend group to get kissed. So it was time for me. Um, there was a boy I kind of liked who we would hang out with their guy friend group with my girlfriend group. We always hang out and he was the one I was supposed to kiss. So we all went to the movies together. Oh, what? That's it. I just remembered. Oh, you it. remember it? Yeah, okay, I just let's go. It. it was the, the movies. Yeah, it was the movies. Yes. Oh, yours was too. Oh my gosh! What movie was it? Uh, I mean, I don't remember that. Okay, I well, barely we got, just remember. We unlocked this. some part of my memories. That's we've we've done that. That's good. That's a good. Oh step. wow! Let you marinate. Is it coming back to you? Yeah, I mean. I don't really remember all of the details. I just remember who it was with, and that it was at a movie, and then they were. Like, I feel like the movie was about to be over. Mm-hmm. And like her friends, I remember her having some overbearing friends and they were like pressuring me to do it. Cause this was like, this was the whole, like we basically went to the movie so that we could. Are you sure like, you're not just telling my kiss. story? No, I swear to God. We had the same first kiss story essentially. Yes. Because mine was in the movie theater. Everyone was pressuring this guy to kiss me. And then we got to the credits, and because the credits were rolling, he hadn't done it yet. I had to do it because we were going to no. leave the movie theater. Matt? It's very <laughs> so similar to mine. That's really weird. Maybe that's just like normal for adolescence. But you, can you remember like time frame how old you were? Uh, probably eighth grade. Eighth grade, yeah. I think we were connected from the beginning. Eighth grade. Wow. Well, we'll get back to let you simmer on that. Uh, um, best prank you've ever done. I don't really do pranks. Um, I push my my dad does 
pranks. I pushed my really good friend out into the hotel hallway butt naked because I whipped her towel off of her and then shut the door and Actually, she was naked in the hallway. That's assault. Yeah, that's it was not really not a good. Prank. <laughs> <laughs> we gave her a towel. Mm. It was a second. We did. Did we do prank wars? I froze a girl's bra one time. Put it in the freezer because I I think I watched a show and like every prank they did on the show on Nickelodeon or something I repeated them on my one friend. It was not a good night for her. A lot of things coming back to me now right now. Yeah, we're untapping. I feel like we're working through some concussion stuff. I've buried a lot of things real deep down. <laughs> um, karaoke, karaoke guilty pleasure song. I'm not a big. I haven't done karaoke. I feel like since. you're a Creed guy. Creed, I <laughs> listen. Nobody talks shit about Creed, right? <laughs> I keep seeing these TikToks going around, like almost putting Creed on the same level level as Nickelback. Nickelback is trash. He hates Nickelback. Creed is. I don't even know why they're getting any flack at all. I can see the comparison. No, you can't. (laughs) You can't see the comparison (laughs) because one is dog shit, the other one is no. My brother and Super I Bowl loved, halftime show. My brother and I loved the end of Spider Man. It was a Nickelback song. It was like their music video with the Spider Man was the music video. So we would take that song and we would play cartoons at the same time, and we would get lit up when the words would line up with the cartoon. That was our favorite thing ever. That sounds like something your brother would do. Yeah, it was a really good pastime for us. We'd play music videos and then layer on cartoons on top and get just so excited when they look like they were mouthing the words. Um, karaoke song for me would probably be like Mariah Carey something. Always be my baby. Very simple. I'm trying to remember, I there was a karaoke bar called the Colonial. I think I've referenced this bar before, um, but it was essentially bikers and us, <laughs> like college kids, and we got along. Um, we had a good time. We drank. We sang karaoke. I'm trying to remember the song I did with the last one I remember. Was with one of our one of my teammates, one of our but one of my buddies, Chris Barcelona, and I can't remember what we did. The I feel like karaoke is the peak level of confidence. Like you'll never feel that confident as you are at that peak level of drinking and grabbing a microphone and feeling like you can sing. Especially when you get a little feedback from the crowd and they think it's good, decent. Yeah, yeah. I'll never feel that confident. You're ever like, I'll quit my job yeah. right now if you guys <laughs> I go if you guys Idol? think that I that I have what it takes. I will quit right now. <laughs> um, one time we because in New York you can like rent the little rooms for karaoke. We found ourselves in the main bar area and my best friend and I decided to steal the birthday girl's microphone and sing in front of, she had like 80 friends in that room. (laughs) I am a horrible singer. No one should ever let me do that. That is where we found ourselves. This one you can answer, Nick. I have no idea. Favorite sports moment you have witnessed? I mean, the last two weeks are hard to top. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd say the first one that comes to mind is... Ohio State beating the Miami Hurricanes in the 2002 Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, the national championship, college football. Because um, I had, I was an Ohio State fan growing up, and I didn't really appreciate college football and like having your team make it that far until that point. And I remember watching it with one of my buddies at the time who was a Michigan fan. So he was rooting for Miami the whole time. And they ended up pulling out the dub 
And yeah, I, I mean that that's the first like sports moment that I like truly remember like feeling pride and like being a fan of that team. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like, like I've watched them all season. You wait for that moment. They win the national championship. They're playing at the high, you know, the highest level, the biggest stage, I guess, not the highest level, but um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, I mean, but again, last last week watching the Bengals win their first playoff game since 91, 31 cool. years. I mean, it was just I I didn't tell you this. I maybe I did. But like the next the next morning I woke up and I always wake up b- before her mm-hmm. and I was like wa- like sitting on the couch watching just like whatever. Videos on Twitter, going through Twitter, Instagram, whatever and uh, Zach Taylor, I watched his post-game speech to the Bengals, and I cried. Really? Yeah. I missed it? I didn't, like, obviously, like, it wasn't, ugly like, cry? No, no, I wasn't, okay. like, blubbering, but, like, I couldn't help that, like, I had tears coming down my face because it was, like, <laughs> I have goosebumps just talking about it. Like, him talking about, you know, we're starting a new tradition. From now on, we're going to give a game ball to the city of Cincinnati. Every time we win a playoff game, I was just, like, this dude is, he's, he's my kind of guy. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's probably more recently. That's yeah. my favorite. Um, this one's fun. This was for my old roommate. This one's fun. Is Nick always this dramatic? <laughs> yes or no? Urgent. Please answer. Can you, I think people see you. They only get to see you in spurts on my Instagram stories and it's always peak drama for you. So why is that Nick? And tell people what you're actually really like in person. Cause for me, you're always at the edge. <laughs> I think you enjoy that though. <laughs> I do. I think I don't hide my emotions obviously very well. Mm-hmm. Tend to say what's on my mind when it's on my mind. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not one to let things really like. Fester. I will. I'll let things fester. I will let things marinate. But I'm gonna talk the entire way through it. Like I'm. I'm not just gonna sit there and think about it. Like you're gonna hear me <laughs> festering. Um, or you're going to hear it festering. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been under the belief. I've always had the belief that like when you're upset about something, you're happier about something, you're sad about something like let it out right now. Because if you, if you bottle it up and you let moments, you know, either make you angry or whatever. And that stuff starts to compound like that. Those emotions can, you know, you know, compound on top of one another you're eventually going to explode and it's probably not going to be pretty. Mm -hmm. So I've always, I don't know, I've, you know, I don't think I've done this intentionally, but I just have always been someone that if something bothers me, you're going to know it bothers me. If I don't like you, you're probably going to know I don't like you. If I love you, you're going to know I love you right away. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, so, so yeah, you probably, everyone who sees her stories probably sees me at peak peak drama. (laughs) Which is all the time. Yeah. Because you can go on tangents about pretty much anything. Like you have passion behind almost any, anything that you do or speak on, um, which is very. Which is the reason. Let me just say this. Yeah, go ahead. And I know you're probably going to cut me off. But the reason that I get passionate about my beliefs is because nowadays you can get crucified for your beliefs because somebody else doesn't believe the same thing as you. So when someone does ask me. Cause I'm not one, I'm not a, the type of person to like throw my beliefs on you Yeah. just cause you have ears and are willing to listen. I 
but if somebody invites that conversation, then I'm going to open up mm-hmm. and you just don't get to do that in public anymore. Like I'm, you know, every, everybody's kind of being censored and getting canceled and you can only say this and you can only say that. And even if you slip up and say something that you didn't know was offensive, you still get canceled. So mm-hmm. when Sydney kind of like brings certain topics to me that I'm passionate about, I tend to, I tend to open up yeah. and open up fully. <laughs> it's helpful for me because I always know how he feels. There's never like a question in my mind of like, is he upset about this or is he, how is he going to take this? He'll let me know, you know? And it's a healthy way for me to kind of try and incorporate that more into my life because I, I would tend to lean into the bottling up. And when that happens, I can explode over something that has nothing to do with the topic at hand. And it can be very confusing for the person receiving that when I'm getting upset over my bobby pin falling out of my hair when I'm actually getting upset over something that happened three weeks before that, you know? So it's a great great trial for me to try and do that more. And we, I think we find a balance with it because you can't just go and spew out everything at all times. So you have to like find the right space to do that. Like you can't do that at the office and just tell everyone how you feel because you might get fired. So well, you find your you find your office, pockets of where you can – not, I'm not just talking about politically. I'm just talking about like you can't just be like, hey, Sarah, I can't stand you. You have to like, you know, yeah. reel it in in time. So it's not all the time, but you, you find your people and your ways that you can let those things out. And he does that with me and sometimes on my social media quite often. And I just find it entertaining, but that's what you're going to get. Um, <clears throat> can, nope. No? Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Story about the most embarrassing thing you've ever done with or without Sydney. I'm full of embarrassing stories. I mean, I shit my pants as a grown man. <laughs> like recent within the last probably f- five years or so. Mm-hmm. I was sick. Have I told this you story told before? This on here, yeah. Well, there it is. Yeah. Can't really come back from shitting your pants. No, I mean you just own it at that point. I mean, I was sick. What What are you gonna do? I think the most recent embarrassing story for me is um, mistaking a regular shovel with a snow shovel and posting on Instagram. That was also for a collaboration with snow boots. <laughs> thinking, oh, this obviously is a a shovel. You would obviously use the shovel to shovel snow. I didn't know that I was um, holding a garden shovel. I guess shoveling use a shovel. It was a spade. Like it was it's a spade. For digging. Should, I guess you use it to dig. I haven't dug a lot of holes in my life, as you can tell. Um, so I was going to take a picture with these snow boots. I thought it'd be cute to like take it on the driveway like I was shoveling snow, posted it, didn't even think about it. It was approved by the brand, all the things. And then um, almost immediately, everyone was like, that's cute, but you're not actually using a snow shovel. So I had a, quite a big laugh at myself. Sometimes you just really got to laugh at yourself for being really dumb. And because I grew up at the beach, I had never shoveled a driveway, never needed to shovel a driveway. It just never come up for me. So I learned what a snow shovel looks like, which I knew what they looked like. I just didn't process it at the time of taking the photo. I don't know that you did. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, I'd change my answer. Oh, that's 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 my most embarrassing. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, I I understand it. I think it's hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah. What's also funny is. This goes back to a previous conversation we were just having about transition time and like compartmentalizing thoughts Mm -hmm. because she showed me the picture and said, does this look good? But I was already doing something that she had asked me to do. So I looked at it and said, yeah, it looks good. Cute. Like, yeah, good. 
didn't even pay attention to the shovel. I was looking at what the boots she had on because that's what the whole post was about, mm-hmm. these boots. Mm-hmm. So there so you go. It was approved by three people. Have you ever seen Seinfeld? <laughs> the whole storyline comes back to the beginning at the end. Transition So here time. you go. A good one for you. What goes on in your head when you're just staring into space? You do this all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you thinking about? <laughs> well, that's what I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I asked that to almost annoy because you. Because <laughs> if I was thinking about it and mm-hmm. like I wanted you to know what I was thinking uh-huh. about, I would tell you. Okay. So is it bad that what, the thing that you were thinking about? No. But a lot of times what I'm thinking about, like if I'm staring at something, mm-hmm. like you saw me staring at those cabinets before you asked me. Oh, to yeah. get it. Do you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I was looking at, like I was, I remember being sick and thinking about like what color and how much time, you know, things like that, how much time it was going to take me to do those cabinets, what color she'd want it done. And she caught me looking at them. And I know she caught me because 10 minutes later she goes, so when do you think, when do you think we were going to do the cabinets? And I almost got mad (laughs) because I was like, I can't even have a thought. I can't even look at something without her asking me to do it. So what you're saying is I read your mind. No. You Sounds saw like me looking around in the kitchen and you probably thought, I see. yeah, he's thinking about doing those cabinets and I'm not going to let him not get, I'm not going to let him get away with not doing it right now. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend asking the question, what are you thinking about? It's just not, they usually don't want to tell, they'll let you know. As, yeah, I mean, like if, like I'm, Nick, he'll let if you know. I'm, if I feel like I'm at a point where I've gathered, gathered enough information that's going to be like irrelevant to you uh-huh. and I'll, I should bring you in on this thought. I'll, I'll let you know. But until then, I'm just thinking about something. Mm-hmm. And it's almost more work for me to explain to you what I'm thinking about mm-hmm. than it is for you to just leave me be and let me stare into space. What you think. But most of the time, it's about like what to do next in the house. So, okay, good question. Yeah, that was a great question. I don't want to see another bobby pin. <laughs> <laughs> um, Get it out. So I think that's all I had to kind of chat through today. I know we went in a few different directions. And with Nick coming on once a month, I I like because all of my other episodes are usually grounded in learning something or being inspired by something. Yeah, Not to say that you can't be inspiring or, you know, smart, Nick, but I just think I'll that you bring <laughs> you bring the element of fun that I think I want to keep it lighthearted with you because I feel like that's our the way our relationship works. So I want to hear from you guys. If you have uh, things that you want us to go on tangents about, um, if you like the tangents, let us know. If you want us to ground the conversation in one topic, I'm happy to do that as well. But I just I would love your feedback as far as like where to best utilize us as a couple because I think we're fun to hang out with. If you want us to feel like a conversation that we would have on a regular night, which is what we're about to go do, we're probably going to go eat dinner, maybe have a drink, and just continue to talk about random stuff. A drink, but. You can have one. I can do what I want. You can do what she's I can a big make girl. my own choices. Um, but Nick, thank you for being here. Um, why don't you to end us, Nick? Why don't you give us one big who day to close us off? Who day? Who day? Who day? Then go beat them Bengals. Nobody. <laughs> that was so loud. Um, so you're welcome. Uh, that's the episode, guys. Uh, <laughs> please give us a five star review. Share this with your friends, and have a great week. We love you. Bye.
that is it for me today you guys thank you so much for being here and for listening before you go make sure that you rate review and follow as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode and one thing you can share in the meantime this podcast obviously send it to a friend who needs some inspiration or give us some love on social media and tag us at something to share podcast on instagram and i'll see you next wednesday